Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. from the disabled list uh we don't call it that anymore oh you're right i'm i'm sorry i'm back from the injured list yes um yeah uh i i i got covid and i i'm i got what i am sure would be classified as a mild case and i'm here to tell you it still sucks um you know, I, I was nowhere near going to the hospital or anything like that, but it is still no fun to have a fever for two days and feel like, you know, have your throat feel like you smoked a million cigarettes and, and whatnot. Uh, so, look, if you can avoid it, highly recommend avoiding it. Um, but during my period of isolation, you know, I, I kind of had a lot of time to kill and... Uh, spent a fair amount of it watching TV and, and movies and whatnot. And then uh, yesterday, I saw this tweet from uh, an author named Jason Pargin, who said, Say what you will, but if you traveled back 200 years and showed them the best episode of Succession, they would get nothing out of it. If you then showed them one of the jackass movies, they would laugh their fucking asses off. And that really vibed with me because while I love Succession and think it is one of the best shows on TV, I have also been uh, sort of secretly really jazzed about the fact that there's a new Jackass movie coming out. Um, and, And if not for the fact that I think it's probably still in a time period when I I should be being like kind of cautious about where I go and, and what I do, I would be in line to buy a ticket and, and see this new Jackass movie in a theater on Friday night. Oh, so I mean, there's so, so there are a couple things there. One the idea of of something that is easy to watch, and I think the 200 years ago point of everyone can kind of understand why this is incredible. And I think incredible is, is the right word for this. It is incredible. It is extraordinary. Um, that is a human reaction and understanding. Something that is easy to take in and binary and like, yeah, that indeed was crazy. Totally get that. There is a a snootier, nuanced point, well, not even nuanced, um, of just this reminds me of a lot of the humor and interests that were popular when I was in middle school and high school, and I did not partake in them. So that being the easy watch, the thing that that you can just kind of enjoy uh, simply, that is that's not the realm that I would necessarily go to. But I mean, 
that part of that could be me and like at that time internalizing that stuff and not having the capacity for nostalgia for it max i'm interested because maybe you engage with that more than than me um but but i don't know do you ever have uh wafts of nostalgia for jackass or you know just to throw some other stuff out there like super troopers you want to you know quote quote farva (laughs) um yeah, I, I I certainly enjoy those types of I mean like I'd say dumb, dumb movies maybe. Yeah, Jackass oh, is certainly dumb. I I didn't know there was a new Jackass coming out and I've got a smile on my face cuz I'm certainly excited <laughs> to watch that now. Um yeah, so I I'd say there's definitely there's definitely something there. I mean it also yeah, there's nostalgia for consuming either dumb TV or easily consumable TV. Um, or movies uh super troopers is is a good one and it's interesting that you mention that because i think a lot of these like jackass and super troopers both have had remakes fairly recently if not now right yeah i think that i think think super troopers 2 was to 2018 or 19 yeah not that recent but still like almost 20 years after the first movie i think they did a tv show too or something that included farva but it might have been like in a firehouse or something well yeah so he and kevin heffernan and steve lemmy who are two of the uh broken lizard folks who made that movie like they they got a a deal to do a show about firemen so like there's a whole whole separate thing yeah give give them give them money um yeah but i think it's and and i do kind of want to i see with with these there there is something like pure about the humor about it and you know, Jackass is not like the the stoner comedy type thing that say Grandma's Boy or, or Harold and Kumar go to White Castle is, um, but it is. They are like I think simply funny, and they're very maybe this is it. They are situationally um, wild and and just you know crazy. It's not it's not like cringe humor. It's not like four year old virgin or something like that. But it's just situationally hilarious. Um, and Would you say it, they I, are situationally comedic? No, I'm not going to call them sitcoms. Um, I, though, though I I know where you're going, but it's different than than I I do want to. You said dumb, and I think that that's kind of that may be unfair because they are they're slapstick in a, a lot of ways. They're it's slapstick humor. Um, I do think what's nice about those is is they know the score, whereas we were talking before about things like Superbad and Pineapple Express and um, Anchorman, and they are doing a lot of that, but they do think that there there is a a higher minded comedic like oh we're actually being very intricate about how we're telling these jokes. It's like no. You have a whole thing about cat poop as a joke. Like that is that is a big part of one of those movies. It is interesting to use the term higher minded regarding Pineapple Express because I think it is higher minded <laughs> in a way different from the way that you meant and not at, at all higher minded in uh, the way that you did mean. Um, I, but like this is, you know, I do... I do see what you're saying about the idea of dumb being unfair, but I don't think it has to be because like it's only unfair if to me, at least if you're wielding that to say 
that this movie aimed for something and it failed to get there. And I don't think like the whole knowing the score point is like these are not properties that aspire to sort of, you know, intellectual analysis. Like the whole yeah. premise of Jackass is, isn't it funny when someone gets hit in the balls? And the yeah. answer is yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like deep, deep in your belly funny about it. Yeah, and, and Grandma's Boy has a joke, which is just this guy puts stuff in the oven, like random stuff in the oven, like cooking snacks, and he is so high that he forgets this has been in the oven. You know it's coming, and he pulls the cookie sheet out and immediately drops it because it's hot. It's like, that's that's funny, It's and it's owning that we made a joke about that. But how relatable is is that joke in so so many ways? Can I Can I tell you something? I actually don't think it's very relatable and, and it it's the reason part of the reason that i don't necessarily like grandma's boy so much and i didn't really like pineapple express nearly as much as like all of my friends in middle school did was that like i i, I only get so far on a series of jokes where like the whole premise of the joke is see this is funny because we're high and like I, I I feel like in my memory of those those two movies in particular, so so much of the humor is based on like the humorous thing is that this is a stoned person like trying to get through, you know, a day in Grandma's Boy, or this is a stoner who finds himself, you know, trying to like stop a heist in Pineapple Express. Um, and like those, those things don't hit me in the same way that, you know, pulling back a giant hand on a spring and knocking soup into someone's face does. <laughs> yeah. Again, I think that that is, maybe that's the, the wonder of the jackass movies that I'm just choosing not to engage with and don't feel nostalgia for it in the way that you do but like yeah those are things that you know just as a human existing are uh, you know hilarious or just grown worthy because you know how how like that must feel because you've you know you've experienced it on a very small scale so you can imagine large scale but i mean i don't i don't know max i think part of the thing with those movies too and and maybe where some of this nostalgia comes from you know, I mentioned Grandma's Boy, which I think is a smaller, tight movie. But for all I know, in in you know your neck of the woods, there was a a a movie like that 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 folks you went to school with reference and was that rallying point. And maybe you do feel a nostalgia around that version of dumb humor. Are you asking what that movie was, or, or I, I'm, I'm just me. I'm I'm well, <laughs> I am I am asking you, like maybe you you all had a different movie oh, that I have not considered here. I I'm I'm drawing a blank in that category. I'm sure there were some, but nothing that had a lasting impact. I, I do remember um this would have been a little later, but I remember when I saw McGruber and that movie is pretty dumb. <laughs> and I and I laughed my ass off for the whole what ninety-five minutes that it played on the movie theater. 
So, you know, I think there's there's nostalgia there. I think if they announced a MacGruber 2, I'd be excited to see it. But then similar to Sean, and not necessarily for the stoner references, but just maybe the, the type of humor it is, I, I probably wouldn't laugh at it as much as I probably would if I watched Jackass Forever. <laughs> you know, the, there actually has been, there is some new MacGruber property. It may be a mm-hmm. show. I um, think it is. But I also know a surprisingly large number of people that has great, great love for the MacGruber movie. Um, But yeah, and another, well, so another reason that I think that this nostalgia exists is, you know, a necessary condition of nostalgia, which is something from the past. Mm -hmm. And like the fact that there's a new Jackass movie coming out in two days from when we're recording this, or the fact that there was a Super Troopers sequel made a couple years ago is kind of wild because with the the ways that the entertainment industry has changed over the last 20 years, like that niche of smaller budget comedy is something mm-hmm. that has, feels, at least feels like, it has almost completely disappeared from you know from new release schedules. Yeah, and so I was thinking about that too, and and I, you know me being snooty and internalizing it, or or, or or being you know nurtured into snootiness and then internalizing it myself. A lot of these movies I was not interested in. I don't know that it. I wasn't interested in them or wouldn't allow myself to, but they were part of a monoculture that I don't think we have anymore. Um, You know, folks would constantly quote these movies at school. I mean, that's something, I mean, how many times have you heard um, it's, it's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Uh, That was just, that was always there and always being said. And another movie we didn't, we didn't, uh, reference here yet, but a small, very small budget comedy is Napoleon Dynamite. Like you know, how many vote for Pedro shirts did you see? And it was like, you had the time to ingest a movie. People go see it. People see it multiple times. People, uh, buy DVDs. On demand. Yeah, buy DVDs, you know, whatever. It was on their cable package. And things are so fast now. Here, here I am. Watch the clouds go by as I yell at them. But it's it's true. It's it's you. We, we in many ways, don't have monoculture anymore or we don't have the half-life of, of a movie is not long enough to enjoy. Yeah. Like I, I mean, but Jackass, you can do that because we remember it and it's just like how Comic-Con and stuff like that have, have blossomed. It's like, well, now we're old enough to go spend money on this thing that we remember. Yeah, I, it works for us. I'm curious if it's the if the Jackass appeals to the 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 youngers that you can shake your fist at the clouds at i mean i think your half-life point is really accurate because i was thinking that like independent comedy might have come from lower budget movies back then but now it's coming from tiktok and youtube but to your point those are so much shorter lived perhaps because there's so much more of it or perhaps because it's such shorter content i mean i think i would i'm not in a middle school or high school but i would guess that the the weekly jokes are based off of the most popular 
viral video god i sound like an 80 year old man but right like there's something there uh, there there is it's and, not mcgruber <laughs> yeah there's definitely something there and there's also you know there is an element there's a a different new element this is also going to be very yells at cloudy but like the the people that are doing this now feel much more like it is an attention seeking thing and it's like trying to you know, claw out their little corner of the internet attention economy in a way that like, you know, and that's, that's at least a little bit of a silly thing to say, because if you make a movie, like the goal of making a movie (laughs) is for people to see the movie. I'm I'm just not going to engage with that one because I would have to revisit our entire last six years. And that's not good for anyone. Um, But like, you know, if you make a movie, you are doing it so that people will see it. But it's it's something. I mean, a lot of it is just like a speed thing where like there's an immediacy to like, I am doing this. I'm recording this video so I can post it right now and not we're shooting this movie that's going to come out probably eight months to a year from now and we'll hope that people enjoy it. Um <laughs> And so, like, I think that I think that that immediacy has maybe caused this to change in some way, too. Like, I don't I couldn't put my finger on exactly how that change has manifested. I mean, there's marketing of movie. There's a rollout. Totally. And then and then there's word of mouth until you see it in terms of people, as we discussed. Uh, quoting the movie and maybe you have to wait until it's on dvd and you can borrow it from from an older sibling or something like that um that for the for the stuff now and uh, you know maybe we're not totally into it but it's so quick there's no marketing it's it's the the viral the, the uh viral virality you, yeah yeah or uh, virility <laughs> virility <laughs> Um, well, I was thinking to say, I'm like, I don't think that's right. And I'm thinking of the word, letters in my head, but I mean, the, the marketing is, is the presence. I mean, that, that's what it is. And then it, the half-life is so short. Um, and so, I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's part of it too, is like just the model for how these things catch your attention is different before it was marketing. It's like, Hey, you know, the TV show Jackass, now we're doing a movie. It's bigger and better. <laughs> uh, 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 South Park that literally called bigger, bigger better and uncut. But yeah, it's like, that was, that's what it was. That's how we did. You know, you had these, um, if you allow me, you had this, this IP and you built off of that into the bigger thing. And, and that's, that's how it, that's how it worked. Um, and in some ways to, to quote of, of or to point to of all things, Star Wars, we're doing it backwards. Now they had the movies they made more movies and like we need to get in your eyes more and we need you in more. So we're going to, you know, support your binge habit and release TV episodes every week or, or every couple weeks and stuff like that. So the model has changed and that's not to say it's it's worse. It's just different. And our nostalgia may not only be for Jackass, the entity, but the model of Jackass marketing. We're like, oh, I want to see the movie and see what else they did. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's, it's probably a cliched thing to say, but like episodic 
weekly television that only comes out once a week is still a very cool thing, I, I think. I think it is very cool to be able to build anticipation in a way that you don't necessarily get when, you know, your your fave content creator, uh, you know, has to put out new stuff every day to feed the beast. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, you know, I don't have a lot of shows that I watch in that way where it's like you can only watch this once and then you've got to wait until next Friday for it to, you know, to have a next episode out. But, like, those things I I do still really enjoy. Yeah, and I think about the way you're discussing TV, I think, is maybe different than how a lot of people, and we've discussed this before, engage with it, which is, like, I am fully engaged. I'm not doing something else while I'm watching it. Maybe you are, but, but you know, the things that are easy to watch comforting for people the office um uh parks and rec th things like that um i am interested in terms of you know we're talking about something here that is easy to watch is exciting in a very simple way um but it's also i think is it demanding a lot of you as a movie i mean i think of movies as they're they're harder to to just mindlessly watch i don't think we talk about that as much as we do with tv shows but like as jack has something that you feel like you can you know not only turn your brain off in terms of the laughs but um it is you know turning your brain off in like the overall engagement as opposed to like succession I mean, of course, com compared to Succession, but I mean, like, yes, in in that, Jackass is not something that is demanding sort of uh, critical analysis. I, I don't think, mm -hmm. but like, yeah. you know, there are plenty of movies that uh, don't I, that I don't think really demand critical analysis. Like, I also in the last week watched the uh, the Suicide Squad sequel on HBO. And my God, that is just a big, dumb movie. It is a big, <laughs> dumb, extremely high-budget superhero action movie. And, like, you know, I don't think that... Th they make some attempts to sort of gesture at the the kind of quasi-intellectual things that superhero movies often deal with, like, you know, conflicted feelings about what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, you probably could spend a lot of time with something like that if you wanted to, but you don't really have to. It can just be big, dumb, shooty film. Um, and And I think that's kind of, I don't know, I think that's kind of a great way to engage with something like that. And that reminds me, Max, there, there is a particular experience you've had recently that may touch on this nostalgic. And it's kind of, maybe it's an inverse of what we've been talking about in some ways. Um, you, I think if you'll allow me, I'll say that you are a fan of films that, uh, that involve one Nicolas Cage. Um, and you recently watched even better if the film involves more than one Nicolas Cage <laughs> involves more than one. And and the thing and the thing about that is that frequently you watch those movies because they are ridiculous in a way that only Nicolas Cage movies can be. 
and I think you recently watched one that is, you know, the tagline, which is John Wick, but with uh, wait, what are what are pigs called? It's Not a truffle bovine. pig. Not equi- yeah, it's a yeah, it's a truffle pig, but it's called pig, and. I've heard that, and you've told me, and I believe you, is is that is quite a good movie. And I think you normally go to Nicolas Cage movies to like engage with it at this like <laughs> passive level. But this sounds like it was a an active engagement movie. And I just wonder how like you know you probably had some Nicolas Cage, um, you know, nostalgia. You wanted something easy, but then you pick this one, which is maybe not that. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd clarify, there's different levels of passive and active engagement. I think we can all agree active engagement would be like you're watching something and you're just watching it and thinking about it. There's other passive engagements like you're watching it, but you don't really want to think too hard or it's on the TV, but you're staring at the little the smaller screen in your hand (laughs) or it's on the TV, but you're cooking dinner in the next room over. Like when I think about rewatching episodes of The Office, it's it's almost more like background noise at times or some of the TV I watch. I I like to engage with all Nicolas Cage movies, but like I will actually, you know, watch them because they're entertaining, I I think. Mm -hmm. But to your point, yeah, Pig was Pig was pretty different. Um, You haven't watched it yet, I take it either of you no i I will, oh, I will watch it you really should it's 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 john wick only instead of killing people he cooks for them um it's really fascinating uh, <laughs> is basically the best <laughs> example the best uh, description i can give but yeah i think i think bridget kind of nailed it because she she does not share my um affinity for nicholas cage and i think her response after the movie was wow that was really good i think i would have liked it a lot more if that guy wasn't played by nicholas cage <laughs> Which isn't to say that he does a bad job. I think it's more like he has, he has like a many actors, like a you know you think about an Adam Sandler or others. He's put himself in such a clear corner that to see him in any serious role is actually sort of off-putting and makes it genuinely difficult to not only take seriously because that's a cop out, but to even like put yourself into that character. So I, I think he actually does a really fantastic job playing the role. And I really like the movie, but it's it has its own weirdness that it can only have by that character being played by Nicolas Cage. And I don't know if that's a pro or a con for the movie. It almost certainly is a con when it comes to critical acclaim. But in terms of enjoyment, I, I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's an interesting question, because Nicolas Cage is one of those people who is always, always, always at least like 20 percent playing himself in yeah. any movie that he's in like i think of um who's who's another good example of that like um, i i mean even um sorry not adam sandler um well adam sandler is always like 80 percent playing himself I was gonna say will ferrell <laughs> oh i was gonna say well this is jim this carrey is, is a snooty thing yeah jim carrey is good um not comedic though sometimes he can be ben Washaw. Like all of the movies and and TV shows with Ben Wishaw, I'm like, this is a Ben Wishaw role, and he's really and like good at Sean it. Sean Bean, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. that's interesting. I don't necessarily <laughs> think of that with Sean Bean. I think of, you know, but this is like as opposed to say, oh, Tom Hanks is another great example of that. Like Tom Hanks, pretty much only takes parts where he is Tom Hanks, um, yeah. as opposed to someone like, I think of Brad Pitt as someone who is a movie star that is a little 
it's weird because he's so goddamn handsome that like you can never forget that it's Brad Pitt when you're looking at him. But I feel like he's a little more of a chameleon and actually kind of disappears into a role he's playing. Yeah. Or here's an example in their commercials that hit on this right now for Apple TV, which is John Hamm is known for playing a very serious smoldering antihero. And he really wants to be a funny guy and no one cares. I mean, I care. I think he's 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 pretty good when he does that. But it's not it's not what you know him for. And to get to this point with Nicolas Cage or, or Jim Carrey or, or the Jackass guys, it's like there's a certain type of entertainment you expect from that person. And going back to that and knowing that it is there for you is a huge draw and a huge comfort for that entertainment. Be it, you know, dumb humor or I don't know, like the way Steve Carell tells a joke. Like Steve Carell is usually telling a Steve Carell joke. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess you can have you can have nostalgia for the content, but nostalgia for the the provider as well. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be nearly as excited for Jackass Forever if it weren't still. I assume Johnny Knoxville and and bam and all those other guys right i just i just have to assume that they're doing this movie because they all have now discovered how expensive urologist appointments are and they're all (laughs) having to go at this point in their life because they're getting old and they're a um a high risk group if you will yeah he's uh he's definitely getting up there but like i don't know that they clearly do still have at least some you know some bankable marketability Johnny Knoxville was in the goddamn Royal Rumble over the weekend. Oh, uh, I mean you know, that's that's the target audience. It's people totally. our age, a little bit older, um, that were like. Uh, I mean, keep, case keep in mind that they were. Case in point, I know this because I saw Johnny Knoxville participate in the Royal Rumble. Yes, and that is there. You you have to pay, you have to pay to watch that. Like it's not just on the t- the TV. Uh, oh. not so much anymore. It's it's part of Peacock now. Oh. Oh well, now now I'm going to become one of those degenerates, I guess. Um, but You're but yeah, welcome. I mean that's the thing. Also, like going going back to to this point of of like the monoculture and and the versus how things are now. I mean these these guys were kind of doing this at the start of like the ease of sharing videos in a lot of ways. And how many copycats were there of of people just you know basically punching each other in their their backyard as as teens? <laughs> I see. Um, and and that was that was a thing. And and you remember that. And the nostalgia is not just for that entertainment, but how you carried it with you for a really long time. You know, I I I don't know where my high school yearbooks are, but I bet there are a lot of quotes from from those movies. Oh my god! That yeah, put in there. Yep, absolutely. That and Big Lebowski quotes. That's weird. That's that's definitely a a a, a more uh, nuanced minded type movie. Yeah, it, it is that private school. <laughs> it is, and yet I think a lot of people engage with it in a much different way than that. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're just really into to having toes available at all times. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, do we have any, any final thoughts we want to get in before we move on to Pierce's sorry? 
you should go see the movie because also that's not going to be good on a smaller screen. That's definitely a big screen movie. Yeah, yeah. We should also I, both I watch Pig so. and then and then we can discuss it. <laughs> I may watch it tonight, recording or not. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to go watch the U.S. lose to Honduras in 11-degree weather? Because I'm going to do that. Believe it or not, I do not. But yeah. I do want to hear what you have to apologize for today. Um, So this happened yesterday, and I think the apology is directed at, I think, my yeah, my, my coworkers. Um, I Because I was, I think, surly for an hour or so yesterday. Um, nothing that had to do with work. Um, but I was trying to, was trying to purchase a pair of shoes and a pair of socks from Nike. Not a pair, like six six pairs of socks. Socks, socks, sneaky expensive if you go to like Target, and they don't have good ones. So I had to buy them directly from the source. In the course of that, I needed to reset my password, and it is is an old password, so I had to put in my email address, and it's my Virginia.edu address. So I do that, waiting for the forgot password thing. I don't get it. I do that again, and I'm really irritated at this point because I'm like, oh, you know, I, I want to order this now, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then finally, I like go into an app I have and like do the forgot password there as opposed to just on the normal inner like desktop. How many eyes are in the word Virginia? I'm guessing one more than you put in. Indeed. Uh, and I did not realize that till much later on when I went back to the desktop to try to enter it in and was like, I just reset this password. This, this is the right password and username. Like I can see that it's saved in Google. No, I'd spelled Virginia wrong each time. And I I've done, I know that I've done this countless times. Um, so as someone who is allegedly pro reading, I would say that reading continues to be important, especially proofreading when, you know, something stands between you and, and getting something you expect. Because chances are it's a you problem, not not a machine problem. So, um, you know, I'm sorry that I was a little bit surly for an hour or so there with my coworkers. It's because I didn't know how to spell in that moment the, um, the state of my birth. I, I was about to ask you how it is that you... Uh, that this was an apology to your coworkers, uh, I, I had forgotten about the the surliness point. Yes, yes, no, I was, and 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 people in my household because I was just like in in this this uh, office space area, just being irritated, waiting for an email that was never going to come because yeah. I had messed up. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do a big idea from pop culture. Um. I don't know. This has been a pop culture podcast, but. I will say that not all of my uh, COVID isolation uh, entertainment consumption was quite so lowbrow. Uh, and I, I did listen to a podcast from the BBC World Service called Fall of the Shah, which was a oh. dramatized. It's like, a you know, it's historical fiction, I guess. Uh, and and it's a, a sort of nine episode telling of the late seventies collapse of the U.S. supported Iranian government and the uh, installation in its place of the uh, the government, you know, the uh, the rule of the Ayatollah. Uh, yeah. It was really good. Voice acting is great. Uh, it's it's pretty 
gripping even though i know what happens it's like you know they do a good thing which is that they they help ground it and make it more sort of uh, reachable on an emotional level by focusing some of the scenes on like a a family that has you know one child killed during a protest and and one child uh who's put in jail and and tortured and comes out very radicalized um so you know if that sounds like your cup of tea you'd probably like fall of the shah uh bonus it's narrated by uh the late diana rigg uh from elena tyrell from game of thrones yeah um so yeah oh speaking of uh highly celebrated older british actors we didn't mention at all that brian cox was in both succession and super troopers you know range um but anyway we'll uh we'll close the show with a rolling stone rock trivia question and i gotta say i i appreciate that you kept the trivia game going last week while i was out did you get it right Uh, i don't think i i don't think i did um but uh this I'm learning that this calendar is very full of uh, Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen questions, which, you know, not a shock. It's Rolling Stone. Uh, but but this week's question is, which Madonna video was not banned by MTV? Is it A, like a prayer? B, what it feels like for a girl? C, justify my love? Or D, all of them were banned by MTV? Oh. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go D, just because I really don't know. Well, I don't want to say this. I was between B or D, but I don't want to say the same answer, so I'm gonna say B. All right. Well, it's all right. You're both wrong. The answer is A. The ah, Like a Prayer D. video was not banned by MTV. Yeah, I I should have known that because I feel like I've seen portions of that video before, and it wasn't obviously wasn't banned if i saw it right uh but yeah you know madonna madonna a real boundary pusher at at one point in time um yeah. perhaps less so now now she just pushes people's buttons that's that's basically how it's changed <laughs> tell us how you really feel um yeah that's uh that's the end of the show uh <clears throat> you can find us at our home on the web at www.preokpod.com or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.